You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome back to week 10 of Landlocks. We're still here, not because we're making good picks, because it has just been a trail of despair, but it must be our winning personality. So I'm glad that we haven't been fired yet, and I'm glad that you're enjoying listening to us. I'm your host, Ted Flynn, as joined, as always, by Jake Boss, Sean Chantez Festerman. We're here to run down the Big 10, Big 12 slate of picks this week, plus anything else we want to talk about, everything here at the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network is brought to you by Mississippi Distilling Company. And I have a delicious glass of Cody Road to drown my misery in because another rough week for me. It's cool. I hate money. And always, our main sponsor is Wild Roads Casino and Sportsbook, uh, Jefferson, Clinton, and Emmitsburg. Amazing place to visit. You definitely should figure out a weekend to go. I might go back for Wild Card Weekend, get a room. I got to get a room there and just watch some NFL games for two straight days and make just stupid drunk degenerate. I mean, not drunk because that's not that's not what you should probably do. But just drunk degenerate bets there at uh, one of those Wilder sports books. Maybe we can like put a get together a party or something. So, like I said, we were here for record week ten. I mean, really, at this point, they're just kind of like just tossing me out there just to like see how bad. Like, I am so close. I was just talking to the guys off the camera off the recording to doing a full Costanza where I like, I do all the research. I normally do all the picks that should hit that I normally make money in in years past. And I'm just picking against all five of them, but I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. It's like, a valid thought. I have that. I've had that thought a few times too, but I can't, I have a, I have a rough time doing that. Cause you know, well. if you lose that week, you'll be more angry than anything in the world. Yep. And in the back of your head, you're, in the back of the head, you're still thinking about, well, if I do this, I'm really wanting the other side. So, like, then you're like, it's not, it's, you can't make a true, and you never want to go full Costanza. So, I mean, that's also, <laughs> also in the back of my mind. So, but that being said, let's get into the bloodbath that was week nine. I did find out I won a game, so that's nice. I thought I went over. Um, finding some money in your pocket. Right. So, I got that going for me, which is nice. Um, Play the damn bagpipes and go through the bloodbath. All right. So first, uh, we had one of the most epic. Um, no bagpipes. Well, hang on. We'll get there. We had one of the most <laughs> epic. Um, we ride together. We die together. I guess uh, games last week. I want to talk about that game. So I'm going to start right. out with it because I've got a beautiful, beautiful drop. So you get nothing. You lose. 
Easter. That is for all of us and everyone I heard talk about the Oklahoma State game say that Oklahoma State should win that game. So at least take the points. And they didn't score a single point and got housed. By well, Oklahoma State. State has been 16 and 3 against the spread since Big 12 starts <laughs> 2019. You, Mike Gundy just knows how to win against the spread. You know what? I had West Virginia TCU over in my crash crops, and you all guilt me into not going to OK State because I got nervous. I didn't like it the next day. You know what? I lost. I lost. I could have gone two or three. <laughs> two or three is a pretty respectful number for me. The best, the best part, the well, I mean, ironically funny, really crappy, actually. The best part about that was neither of you had it in your cash crops, and I called you out because you didn't put it in there, so you put it in, and then Tez followed suit. And then we come to find out that it was in Chris's locks as well, and yeah. Mike Palm loved it, <laughs> and, didn't, and nobody understood why the line was the way it was, and I guess we found out. And now... K-State is another trendy pick this week, and I hate it. Yeah, we'll talk about that. But we can get into the rest of, of what we had. We'll bring Press in... F to pay your respects. Yeah, F, F for respects. Um, all right, so Ted found out that he actually won a game this week, going 1-4 with Northwestern Iowa under 37.5. Cincinnati UCF under 56. That hit. Oklahoma State Moneyline. Florida Georgia under 56. And Narduzzi letting us down again. Pit plus three. Tez also going 1-4. Kentucky plus 12. Northwestern Yikes. Iowa first half under 17. And my God. UMass Moneyline. We're going to talk about them this week again. Wyoming, Hawaii under 50.5. Your saving grace. And then also the Oklahoma State Moneyline. I went 1-2 and two with the Oklahoma State Moneyline. Northwestern team under 13.5. Thank God. Illinois, Nebraska over 50 and a half. Chris Williams 0 and 3 on the week uh, with Florida State, Georgia Tech under 47 and a half. Kentucky plus 12 and a half, and Oklahoma State money line. Boy, that's as rough of a week as we've all had combined. I feel like it was a rough across the board. I think I've, ga- I've gathered a little bit of like. A lot of the experts took a beating. Also, it doesn't make me feel any better because I just want to win. I haven't had a winning week all year, I'm pretty sure. Um, after batting, like, I bet, bet I hit, like. It's your first week, you, you had a winning week. <laughs> oh, thank God. Thank God. Thank God. I got one. I got one. The sickos, the sickos, I got, I'm six and three on those, so. Yeah, we'll get to that. All right, so let's hit uh, some more bad news for at least one of us uh, with last week's flyover. USC, Arizona, 76 and a half. Ted was under. Tez and I were over. That game went to 82 points. 45-37. What do you mean? What do you mean nothing is F here, dude? The goddamn plane is crashing in a mountain. <laughs> it's going great for me. That leaves our records now at uh, Ted at five and four, Tez at six and three. I'm caught up to Ted at five and four, and Gook and stand alone at one and zero. We'll see if we can bring him back sometime and he can continue that. But, but as Ted mentioned, he is doing well at one thing. 
His damn sicko unders are now six and three, as he had uh, New Mexico State at UMass under thirty-eight and a half. That game got to thirty-six, so it got a little sweaty. It got a little sweaty there. Yeah, it, it was under. seventeen to six at halftime or something. Like it was too close for comfort for most of that game. But you don't bet those unders for enjoyment. You bet them. Just to not watch him and oh, no. score later. Yeah. UMass it, was winning. They were holding on. <laughs> I thought they had it. I thought my Minutemen had it. Well, the thing about UMass is they got an island game on Friday. So, pretty excited about that one. Um, spoiler alert. Don't watch that game. I will be betting that game. That's the true sicko play is oh. I got Oh, trust me when we get there. And I just knocked, I just locked off of, of the game. All right. Speaking of games, we have a couple of Thursday night games. UTEP at Rice. Uh, and we're going to talk about these games because they're island games and that's what we do because they're there. We're going to watch, you know, watch Philadelphia beat the Texans 35 nothing. Come on. Whatever, whatever the, uh, what's Philadelphia's running back's name? Sanders. Miles Sanders. 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 Yeah, just bet his overs. Bezos. <laughs> Every single Probably one. not a bad idea. Blanking on. Anyways, UTEP Rice. Uh, UTEP was a three and a half point underdog. Over under 48. I wish I had something to tell you about this game. Uh, bet the under, according to the action app right now, I guess. I don't know if that's going to hold true come tomorrow, but that's what I'll be doing if the numbers look like this come game time tomorrow. You know, actually, I think I do have someone listening. I think Gookin has a trend. Gookin's trend. The favorite in this series is 6-2. and two. Well, that's eight games, so there you go. This line is also flipped uh, from when it came out, but it was never – I mean, it's. I guess it's a five-point move. Uh, UTEP was one-and-a-half-point favorite when it opened. Now that open line was probably a while ago, so that's why it's moved the way it has. You definitely want to watch this one because right now it's – my rice is three-and-a-half, but it's minus 120, so maybe that'll move a little bit. I mean, get that down like minus one ten or something, but easier. So, Rice is seven and one on the over this year. So, Oof. there you go. Do what you will with that. It's only forty eight. Maybe a little Rice over night. Parlo. It's a Thursday night game. Yeah, I think the yeah, interesting, whatever. the interesting thing there <laughs> to me for that ends in a Y. Ends in a Y. They're all the same. <laughs> it looks like as of late, UTEP might be like the, the holding scores a little bit lower. So I, I don't really know. I'm, I'm just going based off of the. There's a lot, big money lean right now on the under. So we'll see how that. Stacks we have spent entirely much time talking about UTEP versus Rice. Anyways, on the only game that matters on Thursday night, Appy State come the coast of Carolina. They are a three point favorite over. 64. Dude, I'm betting the over. Let's girl. Let's get some points. I had that marked as one of my things. I don't know. Uh, I'll have to look at this more. Uh, I wrote down coastal money line question mark, but that doesn't look uh, very appealing based on what other what other things are saying. But yeah, the over I think is is um, probably the most comfortable play I would have have on that game, and I'll probably be betting that. Yeah, just looking quick. Neither one of these teams is very good at covering the spread this year, so that's fun that's uh, in a in a three point spread game. Uh, and they're both four and four on the over under this year, so it's week ten, and there's almost nothing to go on on these guys what they've done this year. So I guess maybe 
I would maybe write a little Coastal Carolina money line. Just sprinkle that a little bit. Why not? The What's shots? Gonna hurt? Them at home. It's kind of a fun, I mean, close spread at home. Man. I, it's like the whole world's rooting against the Astros. They pulled a guy throwing a no-hitter. Yeah. Like, managers do that. Anyways, on a Friday night... Oh, all right. Mm. Oh, this is all right. Gag reflex here. Uh, Duke and Boston College. Duke is a nine and a half point favorite on the road. Over under is 47 and a half. Just don't bet this and bet the next game we're going to talk about, which is a much more fun one. Nice. I'm betting Duke if I'm doing anything, but I don't think I will be touching this game. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I can't trust any of that. It's it's fun to thought of we talked about early on in the season that how bad Duke was, but they're going to whoop Temple, and now all of a sudden they're like they did whoop one Temple. of the best teams. Well, they did, but now they're like one of the best teams in the ACC, and I know that's not saying much, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. I'd maybe play Duke, but also don't play Duke. Don't bet that game. Don't watch that game. It's Oh, hey, don't man. listen to Ted either. This next one is my God. This is just so. Gook is not even giving us a how far back this one goes. <laughs> oh boy, he's 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 dodging us. He's dodging us. Duke and Boston College have gone under total in all five of their meetings in the modern football era. <laughs> so I pulled that as soon as you said that I pull open the head to head on action and <laughs> there's a there's a matchup in 2020 in 2015 that doesn't even have a spread or over under attached to it Duke won 9 to 7 and then they I'm have nothing else. They have no, nothing else. They don't even have the, those are the only two games that they have recorded on the action app for First BC football. That's amazing. I love the fact that he gave us that and didn't give us how far it goes back. And action only has two of them. Where's games. that? Where's that win thing? That win? They don't have it. That win. Anyway, when you look that up, while well, I'm looking at this next game, they have that. What's that win Wikipedia thing? Anyways, all right. The next game. The only game that matters on Friday night. The only game that you need to care about because it is gonna be my sicko under of the week. UMass traveling the Yukon is a 15 and a half point underdog. Over under is 40. Bet under 40. Enjoy some beverages. Enjoy an amazing sickos game of the century. Let's enjoy ourselves. Under 40. Let's roll. I, I mean, it's going to be gross. It's not going to be fun for anybody. But these guys, these are two teams that are going to um, bore you all the way to a 10 to 3 game. Maybe not. Maybe 17 to 3. Maybe the, uh, that doesn't even quite cover. <laughs> but. I saw that game and I literally just wrote it down and I think I just wrote LOL next to it because it's just hilarious. Okay. Like if I'm betting it, I'm I'm betting it against UMass, uh, but I don't I don't think I'm gonna bet anything on it. All right. I found the scores, by the way. Um Duke versus Boston College. It's 06. 27, 21, 16, 19, 20. I've been a fun game to watch. 7 to 9. Ooh, I like that one. 26 to 6. All right. Before 2006, 
When was the last year these teams played? What's the 1947. Okay, what do you got, Tess? Duke and Boston College. Uh, 68. 1929. 20s is 20s. I thought about throwing out an obscure like 30s or something like that, but oh my God. That's they hilarious. Quit playing during the Great Depression. That makes sense. Um, that's fantastic. <laughs> but that was in the 1919s. When was the Great Depression? 29, wasn't it? Um, anyways, yeah. UConn, UMass under. Like, I might even take the first half under. Like let's just get let's get crazy. Let's get crazy. And uh speaking of crazy. Where is it? I'm gonna I'm gonna find that tweet. So you need to watch this Washington State um Oregon State game. For you need to go weather. bet the you need to go bet the under right now. Okay, here's the thing. This. Here's the thing about this though. Um everyone jumped on that under. And I probably will too. But if it's raining only, that actually No, it's going to be windy. Windy and raining. Okay. I mean, rain itself helps you over. but Typically, yeah. But it's going to be a weather shit show in general and be windy. I'm pretty 40 sure. 40 mile an hour rainy. gusts. Yeah. Yeah. It's an atmospheric gross. river is going to be going on above that Whatever that means. It means I'm going to watch it at 9.30 on a Friday. <laughs> and I'm I, went and be- I went and bet it as soon as that got posted in our uh, gambling channel, and it's moved down a point and a half since. So that's why I say go bet it. If you're so inclined, I would go bet the under right now uh, when you're listening to this because it'll pro- it will likely keep going down as people notice the weather and bet on it that way. I do also like uh, Oregon State to cover in that game. The Beavs. Everyone yeah, loves the wet beaver. This game did open on DraftKings at 60 and a half. So it's down almost a full touchdown since it opened. I don't know if I love either direction. Uh, Oregon State's getting 89% of the money on 53% of the bets, but you're still at over 50% of the bets coming in on that line. Um, I think I'll probably just ride on my under. I don't think I'll touch anything else on the game. I don't feel great about about it either way. Yeah, it's hard to predict, like, if it is going to be this gross, almost tsunami sort of disaster of a game. Who knows? It's just a matter of, uh, you know, which team happens to stumble their way into the end zone once or twice if they do. And who knows? It's take the under just stay on the under <laughs> like maybe do a shot for every crazy punt or crazy thing that <laughs> you like make sure, everything that makes you do like the leo point at the me- at the screen meme just like take a shot for your friday night vegas bomb every time they screw up why not let's have some fun with it all right so moving on to saturday morning we have a 10 30 kickoff because you know what who loves 10 30 kickoffs the troops Right, Air Force goes to Army as a seven-point favorite. Older Army is forty and a half. I say this, and I don't, you can't see me, but like this is—it's a principal bet. Service Academy unders, principal bet. I say we're just blind betting the under, right? Like we just have yeah, to. Yeah, absolutely. It's gone up three points now. Has it really? 
it, it definitely has gone up. It, it was in the 30s. Let me, go, let me go look at the movement on here. This is the most nervous I've been about a service canopy under in years. Like, I think it's just more people are. I think Air trusting Force. Air Force. Yeah. Well, when it originally opened, I don't know how long ago that was. It was 47 and a half. I wish I had that number, but yeah, it's kind of bounced around a little bit. It looks like it's maybe went up, went up a point in the last day or two, but it's a principal bet. It's also going to really, really, uh, this is like, this is why I couldn't do the Costanza stuff this week. Cause it's, I can't, I can't force myself to bet. A service cami over. Oh yeah, I will. I wouldn't bet the over. I if, yeah, I just wouldn't bet it if I'm not but a I, principal bet. The I over. need I need a win though, so that's why I'm tossing my cash crops. Because <laughs> as much as Narduzzi has let me down, and, and God damn it, that's a trendy pick this week too. We get that pick game. Yeah, yeah I I totally don't have two units on that already. Oh, thanks, thanks. Um, Owen two so far last two weeks on that Narduzzi zone. Yep, we're gonna make it up. All right, sure. Um, under under forty and a half. Enjoy your uh, breakfast burrito while you're watching this. Unless you're Jake and you'll be soaked in the uh, Iowa State lots, I'll be I'll inside. Be drunk and rained on. My son has a uh, bitty basketball. I'll be watching him dunk the basketball that day. All right, all right. On to another over under in the forties. Iowa goes Purdue. Purdue's a four and a half point favorite over under is 41. I hate everything about this football game. Because I think Iowa wins the goddamn game. No way. Chuck, Chuck Jones for friend revenge game, buddy. This is. Is he healthy? I don't care. He is with revenge. He's healthy with revenge. He's going to put 100 on him. He's going to be. Yeah, he's going to be this year's David Bell. I already told you guys earlier this week, I have a completely hate my life parlay already in the system where it's the Iowa money line and the West Virginia money line parlay together. Yeah, I already bet Iowa minus four and a half or Purdue minus four and a half. So yep. that's where I'm I on land. It and I'm sticking on it. I, I don't really think. I don't really understand it only being four and a half. I know there's all these people that talked about, especially. Wait, you guys are on Iowa? No, no, four no, no, Purdue. no, no, no. Minus four and a half. Purdue. Man, you guys just hate yourselves. I I had enough of uh, who was it? Brock Osweiler calling the Iowa game last week, <laughs> talking about how great it was for Iowa's offense. It's really finally showing something. They really were a letdown the week before. Never once did he bring up that you know they got ran over by Ohio State and then they got to play the JV high school team of Northwestern, the worst Power and Five just, school out there. Just oh, they really figured it out. They're back on track, <laughs> like they ever had a track to get back on they're gonna be awful Purdue's gonna just rub their nose in it and I'm ready for it I was getting drunk of a man in a hot dog con uh, costume at Patty's at <laughs> four in the afternoon during that game he his eyes are twitching a lot I don't want to like say <laughs> how his day was going but that man was having a day and uh yeah it uh I lost money on the under. I lost money on the in-game under. I lost money on a lot of versions of that. I will also say um, I think the under probably makes sense for this game. It's going to be raining and winds of 25 mile an hour. Woo! At Wonder. So uh, it's 41. 
Um, I don't entirely love it just because of what Purdue has done to Iowa as a, in recent years. Uh, but Purdue I, has covered the spread the last five games. Yeah, it's, but I, I think the under would be a pretty good thing to look at. Uh, once again, it's not just going to be rainy, but it's going to be windy. So Purdue's probably not going to be able to air it out so much. Iowa unders are in timeout because as much as I was giving you guys crap, I'm more that Purdue puts up 35 by themselves. There's always a chance. Yeah, they could. But once again, the, yeah, the thing that might limit them, Iowa's defense, obviously, is Iowa's defense. But, yeah, they're not going to be able to just try and throw it over the top. So we'll see. Well, this is how Iowa wins the game. Now you make me feel worse. Thank you. Um, you said make money on the – Ted wants to feel like death because it's two two things went against him. Uh, parlay. All right. Um, let's talk about a game that has points. Um, Texas Tech goes to TCU as a nine and a half point underdog over under 61, 69. Nice. nice. Um, man, I kind of want to take Tech here. I wish I it was 10. I don't. I don't think, I don't think I'll play this game. Um, I wrote under 69 question mark. Uh, if I was going to play this, I would play TCU, but I don't love it at that. I do like the under here a lot. Yeah, I think I'm more on the under than anything. Uh, I I know I'm exactly one week removed from saying, oh, I don't have to worry about it because what's West Virginia going to do? Score 34? Um, but... Yeah, I think it's it'll be competitive enough. I don't think it's going to be a throwing game, make back and forth sort of game. Like there's going to be points, but I don't think there's going to be that many points. Baylor did to Texas Tech last week what I thought they should do. They gave him a correction. Um, I, I don't think Texas Tech is as good as people thought they had been playing close with Oklahoma State and doing what they did to West Virginia. I don't think West Virginia is all that, very, all that good, um, though I don't have much confidence in their opponent this week either. So, all right, so that being said, the road team has won six of the last seven games in this series. If you want to reason to sprinkle the Tech money line. So that's interesting. Just toss it out there and then avoid. I don't want TCU to lose. I want TCU to run the table. So that way they are forced to like be in the conversation all week in that bull crap ratings grab that is the college football playoff that I'll never watch. Um they're not gonna put Iowa State in it, don't care. All right. Whew. All right, well. Someone's going to bet this next game. It might be me. Uh, Minnesota is a 16-point favorite at Lincoln. Over-under is 46 and a half. Gross. 16? So what it says right now. It's no, no, I, I know. I know. <laughs> no, I know I that's what it is. I think it's 16. I have to take Nebraska at home. I don't understand why it's that big. Um uh, uh, yeah, I just I will very. Jeez, oh, the money's on Minnesota too. I'm sure, whatever, go for it. I will not. I will not be betting Minnesota to go to Nebraska and win by more than 16 points. I will tell you that. Kind of like the under, obviously. But I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's because they beat up on Rutgers. Like that's what we're giving them credit for. 
Yeah, that's the the correction of um, yeah. They went from playing three of the better teams in the Big Ten and not looking great um, to playing Rutgers, and so I guess this is a correction for that. I don't know. I, and I know how gross it is. I mean, I understand what what it sounds like to say I have to take Nebraska at home, but 16 points against Minnesota, that seems, yeah. Seems excessive. Like, yeah, over two touchdowns to me seems like I just have to bet Nebraska. Can you physically make your finger press down on a bet that's for Nebraska? Uh, uh, I mean, I'll point, do it right now if that helps. <laughs> I was going to say one, one, yes, I already did. But two, it's, it's also uh, my finger can very much be persuaded into betting against Minnesota at this point as well. So I guess go big red. Um, yeah. Man, the Big Ten is just has some gross games here at 11. All right, you're Ohio State Buckeyes traveling to Northwestern, a team that we all lost money. Well, I guess one of us won money in that game. Um, it was a 38-point favorite. Overrunners, 57 and a half. Over. Well, yeah, I mean, well, yeah. Ohio State scoring 50 in this game. So, all they need is one touchdown yeah, field goal. I, no I have, I have, yeah, uh, but that's, I, that's the scary part. <laughs> I wrote the, I wrote minus 38. I think I'm legitimately going to bet the minus 38, and then I have the over. I think this game screams Ohio State pushing the total by itself, like 60 points, like 60 to 6 or something like that. I don't think it goes over by a lot because Northwestern's not going to score hardly at all, but I think Ohio State literally might put up 60 and go over by themselves without even trying. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. Oh, my God, there's still more Big Ten 11 a.m. kicks. Yeah, they all play this week. <laughs> they all, a lot of them play early. The Lord hates us. Um, yeah, like, I mean... <laughs> Buckeyes. I mean, the Buckeyes are chasing Tennessee now, you know, and uh, they got to put up style points, right? And that the what's his name, the Buckeye quarterback, needs to get the Heisman vote. So, if, if, if Iowa can score thirty three on the Western, Ohio State can score sixty six. It's just that's, a lot of average. That's what right? I'm. That's what I'm saying. Like Ohio State's probably going to put up sixty without trying by themselves. Ohio State first quarter, it's minus nine and a half. Oh, which feels easy. <laughs> so I might bet like all of those things. What the, what's the half number? Uh, half is 22 and a half. half. <laughs> oh, 22. Eh, mm. Maybe parlay them all together. <laughs> Just throw them all in together. <laughs> I did that. I did that recently. I almost got it. I almost caught me. Uh, UCLA versus Stanford. I almost got it. Um, all right, uh, moving on to the, uh, the the Big Ten game that we're all here to watch. We're all here to talk about. I see you guys betting those Nebraska numbers. Like, I bet it. Sick. A man of your word, man of people. Maryland travels to uh, Madison, five-point underdog, over-runners 50. You know, I kind of want to take this Wisconsin over. Those overs been hitting, seems like. Maryland plus five, maybe money line. Ooh, spicy. That's spi- that is spicy. Yep. I have the underwritten down as well, but I will be betting the plus five and maybe the money line. Man, I think I'm okay with the overs. I think 
Wisconsin's last five or six have gone over, gone over. Yeah, There's uh, points to be had in Wisconsin games. Yeah, last year, like that's go ahead. that's just the way they've been. It's I've been trying to avoid it because you know, because of that gosh darn New Mexico State game. Uh, but yeah, I mean, ever since then, uh, yeah, they're six and two on the over this year. It's yeah, yeah the, the Wisconsin on their over. When but. what week did they fire their coach? Week four. So the the interesting thing about their overs is they fired their coach and they immediately like saw this uptick in scoring. I think it was after the Illinois game, maybe. Um, and obviously they played Northwestern, but then they've also they also scored twenty eight in a loss and then thirty five in a win um, against Purdue. So they there's been something that's changed there. Um, I think so. I, yeah, maybe I don't love the under. Uh, I still don't think that they're good enough. Or I think I, I still, yeah, I still like the plus five. The total I'm I'm not fully decided on. I guess. All right, yeah, I mean, like I said, the over has gone over the last three times in these in these uh, games. Um, what Gukin has to give us is Wisconsin is one of the strongest first-half teams against the spread this year. Maryland is one of the worst. So, uh, Wisconsin has gone 3-0 against the spread in the first half of the last three games. Maryland 0-3. So, if you like that, give it a roll. Does that make sense? Did I do a good job job? explain myself no too bad yeah it's, no you're i'm with you i just i just don't like that game <laughs> well it doesn't like you either all right moving on to we have a two o'clock kickoff we do yes we do yes all right. plus, baby i guess we are also oh wait did i miss our game where's that hiding at no nope. is, is our game one o'clock what's our game 2 30 buddy 2 30 i'm a bad fan <laughs> I only know because I'm going to be there <laughs> getting rained on. You're going to be soaked like a BYU I'm gonna student. I'm going to be pissed. Oh, boy. I, <laughs> all right. I'm going to leave that one. Yeah, sick. Let's talk about this game. <laughs> Sorry. Told you I had some Cody Rhodes. We're on a late start tonight. Hopefully. Oh, I had a joke there. I'm not going to go with Anyways, um, Baylor is plus three and a half in Oklahoma. Over under 61 and a half. The Bears. Baylor right. plus three and a half, maybe the money line. Yeah, that's what I, I was. My first instinct was Baylor money line, and then just they've hurt me, but they've also done me well this year. I just. <laughs> same with Oklahoma. I wish one of them would just treat me consistently, you know? Yeah, I, w- I wish just, either of them would show consistency at this point, man. But I, yeah, I don't. I th- don't. I think Oklahoma is getting a bump as if they're back after Iowa State's pathetic showing last week, and I don't think that that's true. So I'm still I'm still with Baylor. Yeah, I don't have a really feel on the total. Neither of you guys like the total one way or the other. Do you think Baylor's going to win? You take the under. I think that's probably true. Yeah. Let's see what we got here in the old uh, on the old trends on old ESPN. So we got to say here. Are, are they one of these teams ranked? No. They no never mind. So, no. 
ESPN hates them. That's fine. Every, everything's on the over, basically. 82% of the bets, 96% of the money on action. Yeah, Baylor's getting all the action on the money. Baylor has line, covered and the under. Spread. Yeah, Baylor has covered and the under has hit the last four games against Oklahoma. So part yeah, this is this is kind of a different matchup. I don't really love the trends in general, but yeah, I, I think considering that involves three separate coaches. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go back just a couple years and a whole lot's changed. I'm sorry, four coaches: Rule, Aranda, uh, yeah, Riley, uh, and, and yeah, and Venables. I, I guess Venables wouldn't be in this trend, but either way. Well, yeah, he first. will be now. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I like Baylor um, as, as much as I, you know, we we know we know everyone's feelings on the University of Baylor. Can't say that on this podcast. Um, yeah, let's go Bears plus three and a half. Why not? I mean, what's worse, as they pull in Oklahoma State, don't score any gosh darn points. Yeah, they could. I guess. All right. Um, 230 kicks. Oh, there's Tennessee and Georgia. We're not going to talk about that. We got much more fun games to talk about, like Penn State versus Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the crown jewel of the, the game that you want to watch at 230. The one's going to be on your main TV. Penn State's a 14 point favorite. Overrunners, 50 and a half. Hoosers. Let's go. Home dog. I don't know. I wrote minus 14 question mark and over 15 and a half question you mark. You trust in Penn State right now? I don't. I won't bet this game because I don't like Are anything. Are you trusting on it. Indiana right now? <laughs> I mean, just because, just because Indiana is one and six against the spread versus ranked opponents in the start of last season and three and 11 against the spread as an underdog since the start of last season. I mean, that, just because that might be the worst such percentage in the Big Ten. Wh- why not? I mean, that just seems like. All right, I quit. Yeah, I don't. I. Penn State's all they're due. After a loss. You know? Yeah, they're due. They're due. Just put the over. Apparently, that's what everyone says you should do. Yeah, I think I think I'd be okay with the over. Penn State might score forty-five by accident. <laughs> Yeah, or Indiana. I won't. Who knows? I won't be betting this game unless I, unless somebody shows me something. What? Or I hear something, something really something, good. Is there something better at two thirty you'd rather be watching? Oh no, definitely nothing better. We'll be at the game. You won't be watching, and Ted's will be working. I'll be watching the scoreboard. And I've updates. already committed to a Harry Potter marathon with my children, so I mean, none of us are going to be doing crap at two thirty. <laughs> <laughs> unless they forget. Um. Yeah, this game is going to be. Uh, it's going to be something. All right. Game of the week, game of the century, the only game that matters this week. Country Rose taking home. West Virginia's a seven-point underdog at our Iowa State Cyclones over under is 50. I already told you I'm betting West Virginia plus seven. Prove it. I mean, I bet it at five and a half right away. I'll probably have plus seven and some money line, but I don't know if listening to us is good reason to listen to our bets. Okay. Iowa, State, Iowa State, Iowa State needs to prove that they should be your favorite over anyone right now. And I'm sorry that makes me a bad fan, but prove that you deserve to be favored over anyone. Yeah, I agree. Um, the thing is, is like Wisconsin, West Virginia is a different level of yeah, not you know much more on our level at least record wise and everything i i don't have a lot of confidence and i kind of agree with you but if you're looking at this game 
Yeah, it, it's tough. I I don't know that Iowa State. I think Iowa State's going to win, but it's I wouldn't be betting on us on them to score or win by more than a touchdown. Let's put it that way. You're going to give yeah. me seven. Uh, I would take that. Yeah, I think I think I feel pretty confident in under fifty. Uh, Unless our offense figures something out, yeah. Right, R- rainy, um, windy day. But yeah, I think I think Can't you're right. Ball. It is. It's one of those games that maybe it is a game that, like, if you watch it, Iowa State does just whoop them. But at the end of the day, the scoreboard says they won by four. You know, it's it could very well be a. 17 to 14, 17 to 13 sort of game that just Iowa no. State. Iowa I State, don't want to watch Iowa State that. Quote, oh whoops my. them, but at the oh. same time, just doesn't put up the points. I, I agree, but I'll take a win at this point. Just I win agree with that, but I don't want to watch a freaking 17 to 13 game. You don't want that in the in rain. The rain? 40 degrees. <laughs> Sounds yeah, like it's a dream, man. Nice. Let's talk about something else. I'm getting depressed. All right, you want to go on there again? It's fun as hell. Um, Michigan <laughs> State's a 17 and a half point underdog at <laughs> Illinois. Um, over under is 41 and a half. Um, apparently, Michigan State decided just to beat some ass last week after the game. Not on the scoreboard, apparently. Yeah, that was wild. Um, Whoops. Oh, over. Let me do over. Really. Oh, yeah. Really? Why? I don't trust Illinois to win by 17 and a half, but I also trust Michigan State to quit. So give me 31-13, the overheads. I think this game screams like 28 to 10, 7, 6. I like, I like, I think I like Illinois 17, minus 17 and a half, and I like the under. Man. I don't like Michigan State does anything, and I think Ill, I, I think that's partially because Illinois doesn't let them. And it Illinois feels like the North Northwestern Iowa game from last year, last week. Like Illinois is a grinder. Like what they was a Nebraska score last week that they had. It was a twenty six ten. Doesn't hit. Um, it's damn close. What it was. Yeah, I don't know. Twenty six to nine, it would have not. Oh well, seventeen and a half with the the hook wouldn't. But yeah, you're, you're Michigan State's that. bad, bad, bad. Yeah, I must. That's my worry in these over unders and games like this is that Michigan State is bad and they quit. They're going to they suspended four players, maybe more. Like this could be like an oh I know he's like a showcase game. It's a home, right? Like let's. Let's put on some points. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Illinois, Illinois six and two. ATS. Um, three and five. Both teams are three and five on the over. Yeah. I, I think I like I like I would like it better if it was didn't have the hook, maybe another point down, but I'm gonna bet I'm gonna bet at least one of those, whether it's the under or minus seventeen and a half. Okay. All right. Moving on to a game that makes Absolutely no sense to me. Oklahoma, you're dead to me. State is a two point favorite at Kansas over under 64 and a half. I don't care if their quarterback's back. This screams Oklahoma State bounce back. Just ass whooping. Am I wrong? No, I don't disagree with you. Um, I also think I like the over. Um, but yeah, I 
I don't really get it. I think if you if you would have had a line on this, and I'll try and pull it up before last week, uh, it's a lot higher than two. I think this is a bit of a what happened last week pulls it pulls them down, and that's where, why the line is where it is. You're looking for that. Let me come out of the Oklahoma against spread numbers that ESPN loves that just bit us in the ass last week. Oklahoma State is 7-1 against spread on the road since the start of last season. Oklahoma State has covered the last four games against Kansas. Oklahoma State is 11-2-1 against spread in Big 12 play since the start of last season. Anyone want to guess what one of those twos is? <laughs> yeah, we know. Sorry. Go Pokes. Yeah, I think I think this game. Wow, this game's probably lost a couple points since last week. I think is probably what I'm seeing there. I'm surprised it's only that, but Vegas, I guess, doesn't completely uh, just get swayed by results the week before. So I might put the pokes as my one of my cash crops, and God help me if I do. <laughs> Two weeks in a row, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Yeah, Moneyline doesn't have the juice on that. They, what about you? Got? They hurt us so bad last week. So Cut us deep. Cut us deep. But yeah, I agree. It looks like looks like it's even moving more to Kansas. So good. Yeah, hope it does. If you give it a little, a day or two by Saturday, I don't know. You can maybe get it at and a half a point or a better moneyline value. Uh, yeah, it does seem it is confusing, but I I was finally proven yet again. Once it comes to weeks eight and on, you cannot trust Spencer Saunders. So, Cookin is all over the Oklahoma State first half number, hmm. which is Oh, for Man, half. Sorry, I could do that. It is uh, uh, minus five. Just point money five. line. Yeah, money. Yeah, money line. Yeah, just money line it. I mean, when you have a spread that's two, that makes sense. But yeah, I think the the team's records versus the, the over say uh, over as well. I don't know if I'll play that, but I think that's probably a pretty good play. All right, um, got a couple of uh, future uh, Big Twelve members coming up. We have UCF as Memphis. Memphis is a three and a half point underdog at home over under 58 and a half. I kind of want to take Memphis. Really? That's where the, that's where the money's at. I mean, it's almost 50, just under 48% of the bets, 98% of the money. That's a pretty, pretty good lean. Some, I guess there's a sharp pick or two on UCF. I, hmm. but what you really should bet is the over in this game. Memphis is seven, one on the over at home over on the season. And UCF has gone over nine of the last twelve road games. So UCF is two and six against the over, though. I mean, I know it's the home team that's probably going to dictate it a little bit more, but man, I don't know. I wrote down uh, UCF minus three and a half uh, to start with, but I don't know how comfortable I am with that. I don't know if I will bet this game. Yeah, I might just kind of let that one go. I don't. I don't have a good read on it. I mean, what UCF had a big, big win last week against Cincinnati, and I guess if you are a believer in maybe emotional hangovers and such, maybe that'll help you buy into Memphis. I'm not really one of those guys, but uh, 
yeah, you could talk me into either side of it. I just, I don't know enough, haven't watched enough, don't have a feel enough that. Or, uh, really anything about Memphis? I don't our know eyeballs will be on on different things at two thirty, like we've we've already talked about. <laughs> uh, Navy does go to Cincinnati as a nineteen and a half point underdog over under forty six and a half. I'm just going to blind bet the under and not watch this game. Yeah, I wrote under forty six and a half question mark. Um, I think that's probably the thing I would want to play more than the spread. I wrote minus nineteen and a half question mark as well. I think that's probably which way I would lean, but I think it's the under. I don't, I don't know that uh, Navy does a lot, um, which is obviously implied there. But that's what I would kind of be counting on: is Navy not doing a whole lot. Yeah, it's, I don't think they'll be able to do much, but their game is still running the ball, working clock. I think it's going to go quick since he'll get a lead, go out there, beat them, probably get a good lead on them. But, yeah, it's – Man, they are 5-3 and three on the, against the over this year, though. They're putting – Well, they've, yeah, and they've had some – they've had some lines that are up in 50s, mid-50 stuff, but – I don't know. Neither of these teams have been, greatly been games. Yeah, that's in games that they've been at least by the line much more competitive in. I think this will just be a get in, get out. That game might get played in two hours and 50 minutes. Give us some trends, Ted. Uh, I have none. Really? <laughs> Nothing? Damn. Nothing. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, double check here. Uh, no. Um... I do have something I'm going to talk about real quick, and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do this, the Guka trend. Uh, he thinks Illinois is going to cover minus five and a half first quarter because of suspensions, and I kind of like that too. So, hmm. against Michigan State. All right. Here's a game I'm going to bet, and I hate myself for it. Uh, Texas is a two and a half point favorite in Manhattan. The over on a four and a half. Kansas State plus two and a half. Betting it, and I hate myself. Interesting. Um, hmm. There's no better team of covering than Kansas. State. State. Man. Texas won its second spread against the road last, since last, yeah, since last five, season. Five and three this year. Uh, not on the road. No. Um, they have covered. But also, Kansas State is just sixteen and six against spreads at home underdog. I'm going under. They're both three and five against the over. I wrote it down. I thought I liked it. Um, yeah, I think that's my play. I wrote down Texas money line. I I wonder if there's a bit of a correction for Kansas State. It, it helps that the, after last week. I sure hope so. Home. <laughs> it helps that they're at home. I'm not a huge believer in Texas, and Ewers has not looked impressive since coming back. So why are you taking the Texas money line then? No, I wrote that down. I don't know oh. if I will take it. Uh, I don't like betting on betting K State plus two and a half, but I do. I I, I think I really do like that under. Uh, under 54 and a half. Sorry, I was just trying to find our uh, flyover. I missed it. It's fine. We'll talk about when we come back. All right. Um, future Big 12 member BYU is going to our friends in Boise. They're seven and a half point underdog. 54 and a half is the total. 
I had nothing on this game except I hope Boise wins. I wrote under 54 and a half and plus seven and a half, but I don't, I don't want to trust BYU at this point. I also don't love trusting Boise. It seems like when I bet on them, bad things happen. Uh, but I think, yeah, I, there isn't a good uh, lean as far as what the, the teams have done against the total. I just like it for some reason. I don't know why, but I do. So under 54 and a half, I think I'm going to be playing that. This game is starting three hours earlier than that needs to be, and it's bothering me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, uh, I think we touched on it last week, but they must not have covered again this last week so BYU hasn't covered in I think it's seven straight and I know I know we've all been burned by Boise here it's <laughs> more than once um, yeah both these teams so BYU's two and seven on the season Boise's four three and one ATS so but yeah I think I think I would trust Boise more than BYU I but yeah it's I don't love it at seven and a half as part yeah of the the, yeah that hook is is tough all right. Uh, if it even gets to the full seven, and you're not playing under that, but the uh, the last landlocks we have of the week, Michigan goes to Rutgers as 26 point favorite. Over under is 45. Um, find something else to do for Saturday night. <laughs> under 45, and hope that Rutgers doesn't score any points. <laughs> Yeah, and hope that Michigan doesn't get there. I mean, I don't uh, think Michigan will get there by themselves, and I don't think Rutgers puts up very hardly any points. That's why I would play that under. That is a razor thin margin. I agree. Everything you just said. I don't. Let's see what the trends have to say. Uh, Michigan is one and six and one against the over this season. That's nice. Um, it's mostly because their defense I, – I mean, they haven't, like, put up a bunch of points, and their defense is really good. Uh, Rutgers is 3-5. and five. Yeah, I think I like that under quite a bit. Except actually. that seven of the last eight games between these two have hit the over. Yeah, I don't care. Rutgers is not good. <laughs> Was Rutgers good in those last eight games? Better than they are this year. <laughs> right. Also, Michigan has had a good defense, but not a defense like this previously all right um let's go through and find some wild cards here for uh we hit our cutoff let me go through here nothing 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 i mean when we Kentucky, get to it there Florida. is guaranteed money at the end of the night so <laughs> tennessee georgia yeah, I'm that's the big one. I'm taking Tennessee in the eight. Like, I feel like that's a gimme. I don't understand why, like, and it keeps going up. I don't know why. I, get... I don't really understand it either. Um, seems like that's what everybody, at least uh, public people, you know, that are putting bets in on action are doing. It's all there. I mean, Tennessee is seven and one ATS. Georgia's four and four. Yeah, I don't. Um, I'm not sure that I get it. Yeah, it very much feels like a the Georgia money bets are living on like underdogs. The Georgia teams from a year or two ago, and not the team. I think I think Georgia's year. good. The thing is, is Tennessee hasn't been good like this for yeah so right. a while. I wish this was at Tennessee, obviously, but yep. uh, underdogs in one versus two matchups are twenty four and twelve and one. 
1978. I hit the drop if you want to. And 20 and 17 outright <laughs> since 1978. The last, ten... <laughs> <laughs> the last 10 seasons, though, uh, two the underdogs are 4 0. I guess that's interesting. Yeah, I, just, I don't love a lot of the trends that involve Tennessee because they just haven't been this good. Uh, as for you know, for a long time, I think over a touchdown, you 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 have to play Tennessee there. I maybe we maybe that looks stupid after they play and they lose by twenty points or something, but I don't think that happens. I think, think it's about, a single position, a single even if it's four, even if George is up fourteen late, Tennessee has that chance to just backdoor, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's I think it's within a couple possessions either way all game, and I, I think it ends within a possession. You don't want to talk about Oregon being a thirty-one and a half point favorite at Colorado? No, I didn't think so. Nope. Nope. Syracuse goes to Pitt. We're still in our doozy zone. The Narduzzi zone might as well be a doorknob right now because it's just bruising the shit out. I mean, I'm talking to a doctor about it. Um, <laughs> Pitt's a three and a half point favorite at home. God help me, I want to take Pitt here, and I hate myself. I did it again. I got to make up. Uh, it's missed the last two weeks. Uh, Going to make it up. A couple units on, on Pitt minus three and a half. That's where I'm at. There is no worse home team against the spread this season than Pitt. That's what you want to yeah. hear. Sounds like they're due. I don't know. That's all I'm <laughs> It's the Narduzzi zone, man. <laughs> I don't know. If, if they if it burns me again this week, then I'll just leave it alone, and I don't want to hear about the Narduzzi, Narduzzi zone ever again. But Yeah. Pitt is 1-4 against spread home. They're 0-3 against spread of teams against win records. Um, at least all three of these games uh, have gone under, so that's something. And Syracuse is 6-2 against spread, so uh, let's have some fun. It's a good thing I already bet it, because that makes me really not want to have that bet in, but you know what? It's already there, so. It's already there. It's going to be a cash crop. I mean, it's a principal bet. <laughs> You know, I should go against it for the Costanza of it all. Um, LSU are uh, Alabama. Alabama's 13 and a half point favorite. I kind of want to bet LSU plus 13 and a half. I wish it was 14. It just seems like one of those wouldn't be hilarious if LSU just won this game. Chip Kelly. Not, at Chip, LSU? not Chip Kelly. Brian Kelly. Yeah, yeah. at LSU too. Yeah. So. If I got it at 14, I would probably take LSU at home. Two touchdowns. But also, I could very much see this being a like Saban's not gonna just put it away, or he will like completely put it away. However, you want to phrase that, like he'll just run it up if he can. Yeah, got to work their way into number four, man. That's uh, on the yeah, ESPN no. reality show. That's they'll be there. They'll force uh, their way in there. We missed our flyover, brothers. You said you'd have to go back to it. Yeah, I found it. Washington, Kentucky. Goes to Charlotte as a 16-point underdog. No, under. six-point. No, favorite. Um, under, under, under. You don't know what the number is. I already looked at it. Well, the people that are listening don't. <laughs> <laughs> the over-under is 72. I, I, yeah, I'm under. That's... God damn you both. <laughs> 72. <sighs> Dude, just look at the look at the two teams. At least in the last five, I didn't check the, on the season. I guess Charlotte's six and three on the over, but 
Uh, I think their last. I guess they're they're uh, they're three and three and two in their last five, but uh, Western Kentucky is three and six on the over. Yeah, I'm. I looked at it earlier and I decided I was on the under. So these a lot of these points when it's uh, teams you don't know. I kind I kind of agree. God damn! Hit that bad boys drop. Let's go. <laughs> Ride together. That's a shame. Uh, I was kind of hoping to pass you this week. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't trust. I. I, I don't trust. Uh, I don't. I don't trust these teams to score nearly enough points to do that. Not against each other. We gotta. Yeah, and it's just when I don't know the teams, it just. Three punts and you're there, right? I mean, um, we really need to get a Hawaii drop for a Hawaii pick in a week with Tez. Like the uh, are those are those sad tissues or happy tissues from forgetting Sarah Marshall? Is that too much? <laughs> that is not where my head went when you said Hawaii drop. But we could do we could do over the rainbow. Some yeah, I was thinking somewhere over the rainbow, but you know, man, Moana drop. Uh, no, we need the. Uh, we go stitch, you know, it means family and family members <laughs> behind. Anyways, Hawaii, going to Fresno State. They're off the big island. They are a 27.0 underdog over under 62 Tez. How should you bet this game? 62 points is the easiest under in <laughs> Hawaii football history. Man. Now there's a chance they give up 52 in this game. So that's where you'll have to worry because... They don't always make it easy. I lost three live Hawaii under <laughs> a garbage touchdown last week. Uh, I was hollering in a bar, uh, staring at my phone, and looked like a madman. But yeah, I was in- sixty-two. That's that's two easy and- under Hawaii. Two and seven on the over. Fresno four and four on the over. Yeah. I- I'll probably be just blind plugging that in. I might put that under in my cash crops. Try salvage my day. All right. The last thing I want to talk about is we're all on this Arizona, Utah over 68, right? Sure. No, nothing. You guys have nothing. I didn't No, I didn't have. I guess I hadn't really looked at that. I mean, I I am just going to bet Arizona over until they, until they bite me. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's a fair that's a fair point. I mean they're they're six and two. Utah's five and three. That's you're not wrong. There's God. a pretty good money lean on there. It's a, there's a lot of bets on it too. But I like how I tried to go to Vegas on Saturday and immediately made me realize how much of a dog crap site that has become. <laughs> Somebody make, fix make, it. Ted yells wanna, about it every week. I want to make a new website called Vegas Insiders with a Z at the end and just make it better. <laughs> it's like the DX of, of gambling. All right, uh, boys. Till next week. I'm going I'm to go 5-0 and because oh, I always going to do five bets because I'm a dipshit. Um, <laughs> I think I'm jacking mine back up <laughs> to like five this week, too, or maybe get crazy. We got to get back to We got to get back to five. Oh, I, got, I mean, I got to start doing something nuts if I'm going to even get close. Either that or just completely tank it. At least, Williams, at, least, at least Williams went in the toilet last week. You know, he joined us. He joined us in the sewer. Um, 
You can find us at landlockspod.com on Twitter. We will never get over 200 followers. I've just given up. <laughs> it's just going to sit there. Nah, we'll, we'll get it. We'll be all right. I don't think so. Don't think I'm never live tweeting a Mac game again. You all hate me. <laughs> I get more likes from my copy. Hey, copy my Mac, my Mac bets are hitting first two nights. Five yeah, on my pregame bets. I've only lost one. I'm, I'm, I'm more We're on it. Bad. Maybe that's what we need to start doing, talking about and telling people is our Mac action bets. Or the, or they're on the Mac trio. Apparently. All right, hit that music. All right, peace out. See you, boys.